2: Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. Let me tell you.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on eight seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, Give us a call. Our studio lines will be open around 845-316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, a United States District Court recently denied Nike Corporation's motion to dismiss a lawsuit filed against it by former Nike employees. The plaintiffs assert that Nike violated their constitutionally protected religious freedoms by denying accommodation of their sincerely held religious beliefs. Against the COVID 19 vaccine. Joining us now to tell us about the lawsuit and how it could impact your health freedom is Leslie Minukian. She's president and founder of the Health Freedom Defense Fund, a nonprofit which seeks to rectify health injustice through education, advocacy, and legal challenges to unjust mandates laws and policies, they've been busy. I guarantee you, after after COVID, they've been busy. Leslie, thank you for joining us tonight. It's a pleasure to have you on the show.
4: It's so great to be with you. Yes, they have been very busy <laughs> the last few years, and that's why we filed over a dozen lawsuits. We, we sued the Biden administration three times. Um, we're the ones who stopped the travel mask mandate, so you did not have to wear Yay! a mask on an airplane anymore.
3: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, well. first uh, off, let me start by saying thank you, because somebody had to do this. I mean, and I know there were different attorneys general that did this, but we also had to have organizations like yours because, I mean, at some point, and, you know, the sad part is this all seemed very common sense. It all seemed very, well, yeah, we're the United States and the government shouldn't be forcing us to take a vaccine. But then again, they did.
4: Yeah, they did. Um, and it wasn't just the government. It was also the businesses under the cover of the executive right. order of Thank the you. president. Right. And so yes. this is the big thing is that there was this, you know, we, <laughs> for the last ever since World War Two, there is a significant body of case law that says that you have a zone of privacy around you, that you have the right to refuse unwanted medical um, interventions, that you have the right to refuse life saving medical interventions and life-extending medical interventions. There's plenty of lawsuits that show this. What these guys were doing was relying on a lawsuit that went to the Supreme Court in 1905 that said um, that a city or a municipality could mandate a vaccine in an extreme emergency like smallpox. And if people didn't want to take the shot, then they could actually pay a fine. So it didn't say that the government could plunge a needle into your arm. But the Biden administration is still trying to argue that it can, essentially. They're actually appealing a lawsuit. It's not one of our lawsuits, but they're appealing a lawsuit that that um, went against them, that denied them the ability to uh, f- to mandate the shots for all federal employees. These people are crazed. They want the power and the authority to literally almost plunge a needle into your arm. And so we're doing all that we can to try and fight back. And this case against Nike is just um one of the most <clears throat> important cases i think because we're seeking damages against nike we want to send a very loud message to corporate america that you can't trifle with your employees rights that their their rights are um you know unassailable and that you'll be paid for, you'll be forced to pay for it if you do and so it's a really really important case well, really important case
3: i appreciate the fact that you brought this suit because as an employee of a and Odyssey is is a massive corporation affiliated with you know Amazon and I mean Odyssey is a huge corporation and there's a benefit to that I mean we're affiliated with Fox News where so it, it's a it's a blessing it gives me access to a lot of political figures and elected officials and you know, people that we wouldn't normally get access to on um, the downside is it's a massive corporation and you know when the whole this whole vaccine mandate mask mandate nonsense came out you know they took the course that many companies did and they came out with theirs and initially they said you were going to have to show your proof of vaccination and whatnot i'm one of those i've never had the vaccine i will not get the vaccine and you know there was a while that they were we 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 didn't know if i would lose my show eventually they realized i think because other of our hosts like mark levin and some others basically told them to go pound sand they realized that that wasn't going to be functional when a talk radio a bunch of talk radio hosts, and they made accommodations by allowing us to broadcast from home. But without com- without groups like you that are willing to push back against this, you know, I mean, I know people who did lose their jobs and people who basically had to quit because their employer said get it or leave and chose to leave. What's amazing here is the denial of Nike's motion to dismiss Means that this case will now move forward with depositions, discovery, litigation. I mean, we now will actually have a major corporation. Talk about somebody big. I mean, Nike's massive. And they could actually finally, you could have somebody corporately legally held responsible or rather accountable, couldn't you?
4: Yeah, very much so. So they they literally discriminated against all of these employees who were senior employees in managerial positions at nike they weren't just rank and file they were people who had long track records with no black marks on their records and all they asked for was a religious accommodation and nike not only denied the religious accommodation repeatedly for many of these people but they actually granted religious accommodation to some others so they sat there in judgment of whether or not some employees were um you know worthy (laughs) of a religious accommodation and others were not. So those who were working on their main Nike campus were mostly denied. But those who were working in the retail shops or their distribution centers, they were granted accommodations. There were no there weren't even mandates to start with. They didn't even care. Wow. So this is very political from the beginning, but uh, this is uh, uh, this is going to be a huge issue for Nike because number 1, they already knew when they issued their mandate that the CDC had issued guidance stating that the shots don't stop transmission or infection. We're so talking zero. Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. You need to, well, I was just going to public.
3: <laughs> we keep doing that to each other. We're, I just wanted to make sure people knew we're talking with Leslie Minuki and president founder of health freedom defense Fund. So I wanted to make sure we got you identified. So if folks just happen to tune in.
4: Oh. <laughs> yeah, no worries. You're so sweet. Yeah. I think there might be a slight delay, but, um, so, um, they, they were sitting as kind of in judgment of people's religious sincerity. They were discriminating against some and not others. Mm. Um, they denied medical accommodation to one of our plaintiffs. She had an autoimmune condition, Hashimoto's, and she told them of her autoimmune condition and that this was contraindicated. And they refused it. They actually fired her while she was already on un- um, on approved medical leave. So they're going to have some serious issues, I think, when we get into court because the Supreme Court has recently ruled in the last two months that religious accommodations must be made; right. they cannot be denied unless it's an, un, uh, it's a, what is the word? I think they said it was a substantial financial burden to the, you know, con, um, to conducting business. That which, was the only way that you can, which is not the case. This should no. not have cost them anything. These employees said that they would work from home, they would test, they would do whatever was necessary, and Nike still denied them. So I think they are going to have some serious issues. And I have to tell you, John, during oral argument in the case was very, very interesting. Nike's attorneys, I mean, had the audacity to argue that their mandate, that their their literally mandate in writing that said that you will suffer um, uh, the consequences up to and including termination if you don't abide by the mandate, that that policy wasn't a threat. <laughs> it was just a policy. That's what they said. And I think the judge was like, you he could hear her disbelief in her voice she's like okay um i'm not sure i you know she didn't say that but i mean right they actually tried to argue that and so i mean i, I mean i would not want to be one of nike's executives or sitting in nike shoes right now given these recent supreme court rulings and given what their attorney said i mean it was just it was pretty silly in my view
3: well <laughs> and the crux of this really is that no person or business or institution or organization or government for that matter should have the right to force a person to put something into their body against their will, and you know when when you have, I mean, like you said, one of your plaintiffs asserting that this is battery because they, re, you know, re, repeatedly refused their request for a religious accommodation and effectively coerced them. Because this is no different. I mean, if you're you're talking about a livelihood, as somebody who's going to lose their job, then they're going to, you know, they could lose their home, they could lose list the ad nauseum things that that's threatening. It is coercion. And I, I just think it's I mean, it's 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 overwhelming to me that these companies thought they could get away with it, all because Joe Biden, with the stroke of a pen, came out with some, you know, bogus executive order as their cover. What happens next? I mean, if the plaintiffs win, this could have major implications, correct?
4: That's that's our hope and that's our objective, you know, um People ask, why does HFDF choose a case? Well, we always choose cases to support that we believe are in the public interest. So this is something, okay, it only involves a few people at one corporation, but this is a really important important corporation, as you noted. And if we can send a message to Nike, which is constantly holding up that it is a um, you know, it's, it supposedly right. embraces diversity, equity, and inclusivity. Right, exactly. It supposedly Im- embraces individuality. If we can hold their feet to the fire, we will, by extension, be holding all of corporate America to the fire because it will unleash the floodgates. Yeah, this back. is. I mean, it will open them for this sure. This is the same Other company will that will be able to sue.
3: This is the same company that made the deal with Colin Kaepernick for inclusiveness, and here they are denying religious you know, exemptions. So let's keep that in mind. Let's consider the source. And and
4: the other thing is, John, you, you sort of touched on something obliquely that I want to mention. I think it's so important. Health Freedom Defense Fund's mission over time is to get the country back to the place that it was when the Declaration of Independence was written. Our Declaration of Independence says that our rights come from our creator. Full stop. Yeah. There's no... Unless the government decides this or it's an emergency, your rights come from your creator. That's it. And we shouldn't be having to ask for accommodation. We shouldn't have to be asking for exemptions. We shouldn't have to be in any way cow to an employer, a school, or the government. Our bodies are ours. We get to make the choices about how we keep ourselves well, what products we put into ourselves, if we use supplements or homeopathy or if you want to use a vaccine that's your choice but we have got to get this country back to the place where our rights are not open to question no. that's it and that's our long-term goal with all of these lawsuits is to get us to the point where we codify in law that idea and we actually also imprint in the in the you know sort of public consciousness the idea that they are free to make their own choices without any kind of threat or coercion of getting expelled from a school or losing your job or whatever it might be.
3: You're absolutely right. Well, again, it comes down to the government is there to protect our rights, not not give them to us. Um, I appreciate you again, Leslie, for joining us. If folks want more information, they can find it at healthfreedomdefense.org, correct?
4: That's correct. You can join our newsletter there, which is free. You can become a member for $10. You can actually support the case against Nike or any of our other cases if you just go to the legal page for each of those efforts. Um, And you can donate to HFDF in general as well.
3: Well, Leslie, I appreciate you. Thank you again for joining us. Pleasure to have you on the show, my friend.
4: My pleasure, John.
3: Have a great evening. We'll take a quick break. And then former President Donald Trump's attorney, Christina Bob, will join us to respond to the latest Trump indictment out of Georgia. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
5: The summer of savings is upon us at Midwest Kia. Each month this summer, we'll announce huge dealer discounts on select models, giving you a chance to trade out your competitive make for a brand-new Kia from Midwest Kia. In August, explore summer with confidence in a new Kia Seltos. Beauty and brawn for life's adventures. Ready to upgrade your Jeep Compass, Ford Escape, Honda CR-V, or Toyota Route 4? Trade it in towards the purchase of any new Seltos and get a $1,000 discount. No matter the year, no matter the miles, your competitive trade saves you $1,000 instantly. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with Fair pricing that is never over MSRP and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the fast talk disclaimer at the end of this ad. It's a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. Trade in that old compact SUV and upgrade to a new Kia Seltos today and get a $1,000 dealer discount only at Midwest Kia. All new Kias come with an industry leading 10 year 100,000 mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember,
6: we want to see you in a Midwest Kia.
5: Limited powertrain warranty valid
1: until August 31st. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-873-7171. 800-873-7171. 800-873-7171.
3: Be a part of a winning team at Crosswinds Casino. We are currently hiring full and
7: part-time positions. So if you're 21 years of age or older, visit us online now to view current openings and apply. Crosswindscasino.com. That's crosswindscasino.com.
2: Your garage door is always there for you, rain or shine. Are you taking your garage door for granted? Is it screeching and whining for attention? Trust Overhead Door Company of Wichita to keep your garage door reliable. Maybe the old weather stripping needs replaced to keep out the cold and hot air. Call Overhead Door Company of Wichita. Trusted here since 1926. For same-day service, call 316-944-DOOR and schedule online at OHDWichita.com.
8: This is Carrie Lake, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on KNSS.
2: Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman, And the Hartman Group of Companies, as a reminder, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Give us a call. Our studio lines are open 316 869 1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, former President Trump was indicted on Monday in Georgia for his alleged roles in trying to overturn the 2020 election, with prosecutors using statutes normally seen in mob trials and accusing the former president of being head of a criminal organization. Fannie Willis, the district attorney for Fulton County, Georgia, secured the 41 count indictment. From a grand jury on Monday and told a press conference the indictment alleged violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the election in his state. I'm waiting for her to file one on Hillary Clinton when she you know, challenged the election of that result. But what the results of that election? Trump called her an out of control and very corrupt district attorney and declared the charges were part of a witch hunt. With us now is Christina Bob. She is the author of the bestseller Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. She is also a an attorney for President Donald Trump. Christina, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again, my friend.
8: Hey, John. Thanks for having me back.
3: So... Uh, <laughs> Deja vu Christine. <laughs> didn't didn't we just have this interview a, a couple of weeks ago? I mean, this is this is getting ridiculous. Yeah,
8: just when you think it can't get any more ridiculous, it does. And as bananas as all the other indictments uh have been, and we've discussed that in prior shows, this one is even crazier. This one takes the cake for being Completely out there.
3: Can, what what can you tell us uh, about these charges? I, I mean, uh, the whole thing, no, it's mean, all based on a phone call, basically, right?
8: Well, I mean, she criminalizes free speech. She, right. she lists out all of these, quote-unquote, overt acts that uh, contribute to this criminal conspiracy, but none of them in and of themselves are illegal. Like President Trump tweeting out, you know, tune in to One American News or tune in to this show or, you know, he's just tweeting his thoughts, which is covered by free speech. And she criminalizes that. And she, of course, criminalizes phone calls and his discussions with his attorneys, which is, I mean, how is anybody ever going to be represented if they can't have discussions with their attorneys about what's legal? I mean, that's the whole point of having legal counsel. So, um, no, I think, you know, she just goes so far beyond anything that's believable. And the fact that she brought – Rico, you were referring to the RICO charge normally for organized crime, and that's what allowed her to extend – well, arguably has allowed her to extend her jurisdiction beyond the little part of Atlanta that she actually covers. Now she's gone into Pennsylvania and Michigan and Arizona – and this one district attorney apparently has jurisdiction over the entire country. I mean, is this is this what we're getting to? Where uh, an, a district attorney in Oklahoma who doesn't like the policies or political decisions of Barack Obama can now prosecute him? Apparently. I mean, I mean that's what they're that's what she's trying to do here. So um, I, this this case is completely outrageous. I don't think it's going to make it to trial as is. I think there will be changes to it, whether it will likely get removed to federal court or parts of it will be dismissed. I just don't think it's going to survive as it is.
3: I mean, I seem to recall Stacey Abrams spent upwards (laughs) of two years going on every TV station that she could, you know, anybody who put a microphone in her face for, for almost a year, she wouldn't even admit that she lost. And then she, you know, she denied it. She said it was rigged. She said, I mean, everything, she did everything that Donald Trump did. How come nobody's indicting her?
8: That's a great question. And she actually made, I read her complaints challenging her election with Brian Kemp. And she makes all of the same arguments that the Republicans were making, which is really interesting. So you've got Democrats and Republicans making the same argument, saying that we have problems with our election. And Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger are saying, no, 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 it's fine. It's like neither side agrees with you. So at what point are you actually just going to be transparent and let the American people see for themselves what you're doing? But. You know, of course, they can't do that because they'd expose themselves. And
3: this, you know, Fannie Willis, much like Alvin Bragg in New York, seems like just another example of a prosecutor who ran on indicting Donald Trump and therefore now has to deliver on that campaign promise. It it really does feel like that's what we've got here is a situation where she ran. I'm going to get the president. So now I got to get the president.
8: Yeah, it more than feels that way. It is that way. And if you look at her campaign finance contributions, Um, Only eight. Remember, she's just a local district attorney. She doesn't even cover all of Atlanta. Her county is part of Atlanta. And only eight percent of her campaign contributions come from within the state of Georgia. (laughs) That means 92 percent of her campaign contributions are from these crazy radicals outside the state of Georgia that say, hey, here's a crazy D.A. that's just going to make Donald Trump's life hell. Right. And so that's how that's how she raised her money. And she started another a campaign organization right before the indictment came out. You know, she she is campaigning off of this and she's raising funds off this. So there's a lot of ethical concerns about this. I think this will backfire for her. As I mentioned, I don't think the indictment is going to stay the way it is. It's going to get, I don't think the case, excuse me, is going to stay the way it is. I think it will likely get removed to federal court or there will be other issues. And uh, we've already seen the Georgia Senate asking Brian Kemp, Governor Kemp, to call them into special session because they want to hold Fannie Willis accountable. Now, Kemp's not likely to do that, but this case is going to last a little while. This case isn't going to be disposed of you know, before right. the legislature gets back into session. So it'll be interesting to see what the legislature does when they actually are in session and can do something about it.
3: We're talking with Christina Bob, attorney for former President Donald Trump. I'm glad you brought up the timeline. Because Georgia prosecutors are seeking a March 4th, 2024 trial for President (laughs) Trump. There are 16 primaries scheduled for the following day, March 5th, including major battleground primary states. Christy, you cannot tell me that this is not political, that she scheduled this the day before a Super Tuesday primary. There's no (laughs) way this is – I mean – and I saw her I mean, statement where she said, well, it was, you know, with, depending on the court calendar, yada, yada, yada. No way. You picked that on purpose.
8: <laughs> right. No, it was, you know, they threw a dart at a dartboard, and that's yeah. where it landed. You sure. Know. Um, no, of course, this is, this is election interference. So this is the thing. Democrats know they cannot beat Donald Trump in 2024. They can't even cheat badly enough in 2024. They had COVID in 2020. They're trying to come up with something to replicate their ability to cheat the way they did in 2020. Now, unfortunately, there are some remnants left of the type of illegal elections we had in 2020 um, because you know you never put that genie back in the bottle. But despite the lingering problems, um, I don't think they can replicate the theft that they did in 2020. That doesn't mean now I'm just going to give a caveat because. I want everyone to get involved. I mean, the way we make sure our elections are secure is to have everybody involved. We need poll workers. We need uh, election workers, people who actually work for the county. We need volunteers scrubbing voter rolls, canvassing, all of that great stuff. So we need people involved. That said, I think Democrats are scared that they cannot beat Donald Trump, even with their rigged system. So they're doing everything they can like this to try to figure out how to take them out another way.
3: Well, that begs me to then lead to, it's almost like we prepared this. Uh, Your your new Mm -hmm. book is called Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the 2020 Election and what it means for 2024. Can you tell us a little bit about it before my bottom-of-the-hour break?
8: Yeah, so the way I like to summarize it is that Democrats cheated and Republicans covered it up. (laughs) And I, I was really surprised at the level of corruption within the Republican Party um, but the good news about that is we can clean up our side. And I think there's enough to clean up on the Republican side of the aisle that if we just do that, then we should have a clean enough election that Donald Trump will be back in the White House in 2025.
3: Well, I, I hope we'd clean it up. I think, you know, there's there's always yeah. going to be some a little bit of here, a little bit of there. There's no way to have, yeah. you know, a perfect election. But if we can clean up the, the, if nothing else, let's get rid of the darn ballot boxes and some of the other nonsense. But, Right. Christina, I appreciate you. Uh, much as I love having you on, I hope I don't have to have you on again to discuss <laughs> another indictment. Okay. Let's talk about a victory or something like that, okay? Yeah, I
8: love it. Please send me back. Okay,
3: thanks. <laughs> again, the new book is called Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the Twenty Twenty Elections and What It Means for Twenty Twenty Four. It's available on Amazon, and they can find you if they're interested on Twitter at Christina underscore Bob, correct? Yep, that's
8: right.
3: I appreciate you. We'll have you on again, all right? All right. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. We'll take a quick break to pay a few bills. And when we return, Roy Leonardson, senior fellow at the Foundation for Government Accountability, will join us to refute Governor Laura Kelly's renewed claims that expanding Medicaid in Kansas will save rural hospitals. Boy, she just loves to whoop that dead horse. Whatever. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. KNSSradio.com is connecting vets with our Veterans News and Salute to Service, a year-round effort to provide information and recognize the exceptional efforts of our military veterans. Read our veterans' news articles now at KNSSradio.com. Brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner. Teaming up with Grace Med for its annual Hot Cakes for Hope care event on Tuesday, September 12th, from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Jimmy's Family Diner, 3111 North Rock Road. Buy tickets online at gracemed.org. Jimmy's Family Diner. Ready Overhead Door is Wichita's
2: home for Liftmaster garage door products. If you haven't upgraded your garage door opener in the last 10 years, you're missing out on modern features that add convenience and security. Ready's Liftmaster Smart Openers offer ultra quiet belt drives, battery backups, 360 degree LED lighting, built in security cameras, automatic locks, and more. Liftmaster's MyQ openers allow you to control your door with your smartphone. Open your door from anywhere and get real-time notifications when the door is activated. If it's time for a garage door upgrade, don't worry, call Ready. Call 491-5111. Call Ready. Ready overhead door installs automatic sunshades and retractable awnings for homes and businesses. Reduce energy expenses and improve comfort in hot rooms, decks, and patios. Call to schedule a free estimate today. That's 491-5111. Call Ready.
6: Already
2: brought to you by overhead door company of wichita the original red ribbon garage door company
3: look for the red ribbon temperatures will only slowly back down through the evening hours clear skies in mid 70s overnight southwest to south winds under 10 miles per hour excessive heat warning for your monday sunny near 106 in the late afternoon 104 on tuesday i'm knss meteorologist rodney price
0: news i'm ted lindner southern california dealing with heavy rains from tropical storm hillary the deputy director of the national hurricane center jamie rome on fox news live explains what his biggest concern is we've
3: got a lot of people in harm's way that just aren't experienced with this sort of weather phenomenon they're not experienced with the 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 risk maps and the risk information that we're putting out and
0: And as if california's not dealing with enough trouble from hillary a 5.0 magnitude earthquake reported north of la on sunday as well Firefighters in Washington responding to multiple wildfires throughout the state, including large wildfires in Spokane County. The governor, thanking first responders, With the work of the
2: uh, local uh, fire department, the sheriff, the police force, the state patrol has all been exemplary to minimize the fatalities.
0: America's listening to Fox News. <laughs>
7: This is The Sean Hannity Show. And on July 26th, when Hunter Biden's sweetheart deal with the DOJ was introduced into court, they didn't expect it to be blown up and then rejected by the federal judge. The very next day, on July 27th, all the superseding charges were dropped the 27th. Well, uh, in other words, the, the next three charges in the document case were dropped. I'm sure a coincidence. Don't, don't get me wrong here.
2: Sean Hannity, Afternoons at 2 on eight seven and 1330 KNSS. Glenn Beck
3: is as if the uh, Anheuser-Busch guy is standing there in front of a table saw and he's asked by TMZ one question, you know, hang on and as he starts to answer he just puts himself face down right directly into the saw
7: listen to the buzz saw the people who drink beer care about wholesome things (laughs) care about America and believe that certain things in life should be kept private Glenn Beck Program what it is, this is Tyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show.
2: Live Sunday nights, this is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Listen, I've traveled every road in this here land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Cross the desert bare man. I breathe the mountain air travel i've had my share man i've been
3: everywhere welcome back to the john whitmer show on 98 Marco, 7 and thirteen thirty knss sponsored by wink hartman and the hartman group of companies want to remind you you can always listen to us by downloading the odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play knss radio you'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there and make sure you like and follow the john whitmer show facebook and true social pages and Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. And, of course, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, like cicadas that emerge every 17 years or Kansas school districts that like to sue taxpayers for more taxpayer money, Governor Laura Kelly is back at it again crisscrossing the state and crying to any media outlet that will listen how passing Medicaid expansion in the upcoming session is critical, especially for rural Kansans. But is it? And why is she pushing so hard now? With us now to answer those questions is Roy Leonardson. He is a senior fellow at the Foundation for Government Accountability. Roy, thank you for joining us this evening. Nice to have you on the show, my friend.
7: Well, it's good to be back. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
3: Always a pleasure to equate Laura Kelly with a cicada.
7: Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, before we even get started, just think about the premise of this entire thing. What she's saying is if I put hundreds of thousands of Kansans on welfare – miraculously our economy is going to boom and it's going to be great i'm not sure what the debate is i I think she had me at a hard no at hundreds of thousands of kansans on welfare but uh but you know be as it may they have to immediately uh start using their scare tax to get people going again you know the the rural hospital one by the way is not just in kansas we've heard the same story in missouri arkansas and so on and you know i'm going to run through some things but for your listener listeners tonight, if they go to thefga.org, so T-H-E-F-G-A dot O-R-G, all of our data is there with sources. Unlike the governor, we actually source what comes out of our mouth, she does not. <laughs> and so you'll see everything on there, and you'll be able to get a good sense of, of reality from that. And so you know, before we get too far asunder here, let's just get right out of the gate. Expansion states, hospitals close faster than non-expansion states. So it's actually worse. In rural hospitals, more than 50 have closed in expansion states with more than a dozen of those rural hospitals alone. Wow. And, and all of this is in this report. I would really encourage you to get educated on this because Medicaid expansion is what's closing hospitals. And look, I, I, I know she's not a math major, but let me do the math for your listeners because they probably do know basic math. Hopefully they were homeschooled. So let me go through it, okay? So Medicaid, Expansion does not cover the costs when you walk through the door of that hospital. Right. So every single patient that walks in the door is lose, a loser for the hospital in terms of what they say it costs. Now, here's the bigger problem a lot of these folks that will jump on the Medicaid expansion bandwagon can get free or reduced rate private health care right now, or they already have it. Right, through the marketplace. So, that's right and you know your your listeners might, may not know this but if you're in that expansion population which is 100 to 150% of poverty you can right now get a free silver plan through healthcare.gov no out of pocket nothing it was a part of one of the but um, the, the care acts that came out of congress right, right. and so it, if, if you're if, if listeners in Kansas need health care and I get it, I pay for my own health care out of pocket here. I, I get the reality of it. But if you're in that group that she wants to give uh, welfare to, you can go get a private health care plan and make no mistake about it. Private health care is, is better than government health care. Yes, yes. And,
3: and the cost of expansion has far exceeded original estimates states on the hook for much more money than they bargained for I was looking at that report that you mentioned and again I agree with you folks if they want to see the data they should go to the fga.org but if you look at these numbers I mean it's it's in the states that have expanded the program covers twice as many people and costs 76 percent more per enrollee than initially that's right projected I mean it literally more people more cost than what they're than what they claimed, and if you look, I mean, look at
7: the... look at your neighbors over in Arkansas, right. They said they were going to cap out at two hundred fifteen thousand on Medicaid expansion. Right now, there's three hundred forty three thousand, more than double the cost. If you go up into Montana, it's a disaster. They actually implemented a tax on top of it, and it's still not no, not paying for itself. So you can go through all the states, it's the same thing, it's in Idaho right now, it's everywhere. You know, your neighbors in Missouri uh, just had it through that sham of a referendum process they have over there across the border, and uh, their their Medicaid budget now is almost 40% of their budget. You compare that to Kansas, which is 20%. Right Now, I should say, you know, back in 2000, Medicaid, your existing Medicaid program was about 7% of your budget. It's already, ballooned to 20%, and that's before the expansion population. Right. You know, can I just, just, just so people understand, we're not talking about Medicare. Medicare is for the elderly. You pay taxes all your life, and that is a healthcare program that you pay copays for and you are entitled to because you pay taxes for that, and that is strictly for, for the most part when you're 65 and older. That has nothing to do with this. Medicaid expansion is one group and one group only, and it's able bodied adults and what that means is you can get your butt up in the morning and go to work that's what able-bodied adult means
3: yeah and pay for your own insurance
7: you can get your own insurance or you can work two jobs but the bottom line is expansion will not cover one more child one more elderly one more disabled medicaid already does that and by the way kansas is very very generous right who you cover right now you guys already cover all low-income seniors anyone with blindness or other disabilities. Uh, you, you cover kids in your state with up to 250% of the federal poverty level, which is pretty significant. Any disabilities with kids, children, and former children in foster care. I mean, you, you cover low income parents of young children. You're, you're a generous state, and that's where the 20% comes in. So this notion that Kansas doesn't step up to the plate and take care of Kansas is a lie. So I just I wanna get that out. So the expansion population, the secret to all of this is, do you know what the only qualification is to be on the Medicaid expansion population? No. You have to commit to remaining poor.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You have to remi- that's yeah. it. That, commit and, to not and getting only a job. You're
7: willing to stay poor, whereas, you know, the elderly and children and the blind and all of these easy things to identify where the safety net matters, you literally are ending the safety net and moving it to a hammock. Right. And they come first in line. And that's that's the problem they're gonna go in front of everybody else in your state. You right now have, I think it's upwards of almost 30,000, I could have that number wrong, I, we can look that up, but of folks on waiting lists, these are people who are yes. entitled to Medicaid yeah, about 30, services right now, but you don't have enough money for them. Well, just so you know, if you add the expansion people, they move right to the front of the line, all ahead of all of those people. So it's a disaster, and, and the other thing is, you know, she can't run around the state bragging about the unemployment rate and how great and the jobs that you're bringing here. When, if you're able-bodied out on Medicaid, you have a better than 50% chance that you will not work. And so, can you really afford in Kansas to take three, 400,000 people, if you have that 200,000? Out of the workforce. I mean, in Wichita right now, you've got 12,000 open jobs. I looked it up on Indeed.com. Statewide, you've got almost 100,000. It's just a little. I think it's around 90, 95,000 open jobs in your state. You don't need one single additional person. No. On welfare. No. You I'm... need people to get off. And by the way, the Biden administration has banned, made it illegal. To even have a work requirement to get that
3: right. Well, and and if, if you if, look if, at if the numbers, it. I mean the estimates are six and a half million dollar cost. The actual enrollment cost would probably be more like sixteen. The numbers in Kansas, it's estimated a hundred and seventy million or one hundred and seventy thousand enrollees. Again, it that's would probably – it would be more okay. like 330, if not more. Whatever they, whatever comes out of her mouth, double it. Yeah, there you go. And that's and about what the this, numbers look like. This
7: is not made up. You can go look up online. We have the data now from every state from 2014 on that was expanded Medicaid. Every single one of them was doubled or more in cost and enrollment.
3: And that's it, why we can't they, afford no, it.
7: Well, and look – it, I'd like one state legislator, in one of these expansion states, just to say, "Well, you said it was 115,000 people. Well, I'm going to cap it at that, and anybody over that can't get on." But they don't do that. They're, no. They just go back to the well. There's no accountability. She can be wrong. They can make up numbers because Kansas taxpayers are going to foot the bill. What right. do they care?
3: Roy, I to law,
7: you're have to
3: do it. I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I I think the key that I would mention to folks is. You know, this this is not an efficient system. We there are better ways to do this than trusting a government run program that is wrought with corruption and wrought with uh, I mean, nearly 30 percent of enrollee right now has been has had errors uh, in the current Medicaid system. There's just so many mistakes It's not an efficient system, and and I think we could do better. And, and just this is just Laura Kelly trying to deliver on another one of her campaign promises.
7: Boy, well, who do you want to be like, Tennessee, Texas, and Florida, or do you want to be like California, New York, or Illinois? There you go. Because yeah. that's the difference.
3: Um, again, yeah. if folks are interested, if they want to, they can find you at org. correct?
7: Yeah, O-R-G, and all of our research is organized by topic, and you'll see it under the, under welfare, and all the studies are there. You can download everything. It's right there. You can check our numbers. You can check the sources, and uh, I would challenge the Kelly administration to do the same. Show me the numbers.
3: Show me the sources because it's not real. They don't want to have that conversation, trust me. Brother, I appreciate you. Thank you again you for joining go. us, my friend. You got it. Have a great night. You too. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.
2: I'm Attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm Attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24 7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call
5: 0 0000. The summer of savings is upon us at Midwest Kia. Each month this summer, we'll announce huge dealer discounts on select models, giving you a chance to trade out your competitive make for a brand new Kia from Midwest Kia. In August, explore summer with confidence in a new Kia Seltos, beauty and brawn for life's adventures. Ready to upgrade your Jeep Compass, Ford Escape, Honda CR-V, or Toyota Route 4? Trade it in towards the purchase of any new Seltos and get a $1,000 discount. No matter the year, no matter the miles, your competitive trade saves you $1,000 instantly. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today. With fair pricing that is never over msrp and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the fast talk disclaimer at the end of this ad it's a better way to buy that is simple transparent and fast trade in that old compact suv and upgrade to a new kia seltos today and get a thousand dollar dealer discount only at midwest kia all new kias come with an industry-leading 10-year 100,000 mile limited powertrain warranty visit Midwest Kia or midwestkia.com and remember
6: we want to see ya in a midwest kia
5: Limited power warranty valid until August 31st.
8: We're out to be number one in the USA. That's the reason people say Rusty Eck Ford. Hey, you can't do better than that.
3: We're delivering deals during our Labor Day sales event at Rusty Eck Ford. We have hundreds of vehicles available that need to go so we can make room for new inventory on its way. So we're doing discounts up to $10,000 off MSRP.
8: Rusty Eck Ford. Yeah, you can't do better than that.
3: Yeah, we know you like saving money. How about some cheap financing? For a limited time, you can finance as low as 0% APR or get big discounts up to $10,000 off MSRP. Rusty
7: at 40, yeah, you can't do better than that. If you
3: don't come see me today, I can't save you any money. Yeah. Plus tax and fees. F150 MSRP,
1: 63325, 7250 discount, 2750 rebates. Must trade 95 or newer auto.
3: Residency restrictions supply, Zero percent APR and select new forge of the 36 months upon credit approval. Payment of 2778 for thousand finance. Offers cannot be combined. Must finance with four credit. Expires 9 9423. Steve and Ted Mornings. A Baton Rouge family recently lost their appetite for one of their takeout go-to items this week. Said their recent order came with an unwelcome surprise. A bunch of staples. Ashley Potter and her family ordered out from Chinese restaurant chain P.F. Chang's Sunday. And one of their items was crispy green beans. A family favorite. And it had staples in it. Uh-oh. I like the staples
2: in the Chinese takeout. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
6: This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
2: Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Well, from breaking news to severe weather updates, KNSS is always here for you, and let's make sure it stays that way. So tell your legislators to keep AM radio in vehicles now. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars and while you're at it, keep me here on Sunday nights. Follow and like the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. I guess it's X now, Twitter, X. I don't know. Same old, same old. Studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. I got a messenger. You can always message me via Twitter or uh, Facebook Messenger. We just got a Facebook message. Someone was asking how do I? How can I get my voice heard on the on the property tax deal? And and it, so if you don't understand what this property tax deal, the Wichita Mill Levy has remained flat for I don't know, going on thirty years now. But like I said, the seven hundred fifteen million dollar budget proposal calls for the city to collect about thirteen million dollars more in property tax revenue, and the only way this is going to stop is if you go and and frankly if you bitch about it if you go and tell them you don't want it to happen call their bluff you know brandon whipple's going around touting that that it's you know oh no we're gonna you know we're not raising your mill levy we're not raising taxes and as dave trobert said that's pants on fire he's lying and right now the three republicans are voting no so becky tuttle's voting no brian fry is voting no jeff bluebaugh's voting no all we need is one of the democrats to vote no, all four Democrats right now have indicated they support raising your property taxes. We just need to let one of them know we don't we don't like that idea. Brandon Whipple, in particular, he's running for mayor. Let him know you don't want your property taxes going up, and then don't vote for him for mayor, obviously. But. And even this property tax relief program they're coming up with is a joke. But how do you do something about it? And keep in mind, the school district, USD 259, is set to increase as well. That's another major increase. Again, they don't need it. Call your school board member. Tell them you don't need it. Sorry. Don't support it. But the city, county, and school districts are all required to hold public hearings before moving forward with budgets that exceed the revenue neutral rate. Wichita will hold its final budget hearing at the city council's 9 a.m. meeting Tuesday, inside City Hall. Sedgwick County will hold its final budget hearing. It's really convenient that they send these notices out right before their final hearings. Isn't that awful convenient? Uh, but the county will hold theirs at 9 a.m. Wednesday, inside the Ruffin Building Auditorium, and the Wichita School District's revenue neutral hearing will be held at 6 p.m on August 28th at Wichita North High School. So those are the big ones. Uh, obviously, like at Goddard, they're jacking it by 18%. Uh, you can find that information at uh, the Keynes Policy Institute. But, I mean, folks, only way this is going to stop is if you go and register, you know, make sure your voice is heard. Go and express your complaint. Go and tell these elected officials if they don't stop it, you're not going to vote for them again. Period. It's the only way this will stop. Don't let them get away with it. It's disingenuous at best, it's flat out lying at at worst. It's been a great show. Thank you for joining us. We'll be with us next week. We'll continue our local election candidate profiles. Got some great new guests on the way as well. So follow and like those pages in the meantime. Carry on